would you rather, or what would you rather? Option A, NBA bench warmer, 4.2 minutes, 2.2 points per game with 550K followers, 1.2 million a year. Option B, overseas pro, 34 minutes a game, 28 points per game, 130K followers, but you only make 850 a year. Alan Dex, which one? Hey, man. It's just like in the big Lebowski. It's all about the money, Lebowski. I'll take that 1.2 million, whatever that is, and just turn that into a career itself. Uh-huh. 1.2 million a year. So he's going with option A. All right. All right. Dex? Man, it, there's too many factors. Way too many factors. Like, what what country am I in? <laughs> Where am I overseas? <laughs> you know, am I getting? You know, it's it, uh, uh, who's following me? Who are these 130k <laughs> followers? You know, I gotta uh, if they're influential. You know, there's there's a lot of factors, man. But if I'm getting the Kanye girls out overseas, those model types. I'm going overseas, man. I'm scoring buckets on and off the court. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I can I can respect it. There there is a lot of factors because it's like you could be treated like a god out there. Like they like you might not be making the, Yo, the mill. Look at Stefan Marbury. This man has a statue. <laughs> he has a statue. He has a statue. Like you could be making 850 mil. But are you paying for your meals? Probably not. Are you meeting like woman, like you said? What, what did you say, Kanye? Kanye girls? <laughs> like you, you could be, you could be taking, you could be taken care of. So it's hard. But you know what? The, it's the it's the followers that actually got me because, like, yeah, you're already making one point two. You're in the NBA. The followers you can kind of lead that into a social media career anyway so you can be getting double paid like you can be making instagram money you can be making nba money uh you're in the league so there, there's a lot but i don't i don't think that's but think about anyway. which which <laughs> which bench players are is like those influencers following really you know, like yeah you know, i don't are, know is jay-z remember. following uh tim hardaway jr on instagram or something I don't think so. So yeah, he's following that guy who plays in Europe, dropping twenty eight points a game. Yo, yo, <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Who's, who's two point? Think about think about who the two point two scorer is in the league. Listen, I might accidentally see if anyone falls. I might accidentally beat him at a game. Jay-Z's not going around. All his life is following me. I don't care. <laughs> You see this guy in the Belgium league? He's killing it right now. No, no one says that. All right, I'll take, I'll take the two point two points. That's per what game. those models are I'll saying. Hang out with Big Bro on the team, and I'll meet Jay Z after the game. That's good. All right, keep it local. It's true. I'll clap the hardest, the hardest like Jared Dudley in the finals. Like I feel no ways about it. I'll get in players' faces. I'll I'll big up Brody. I'll do whatever I got to do. I'll just ride those coattails. It's true. Um, Nick Young. Before he was Swaggy P, he turned to Instagram. He turned that into his career. Like he became Swaggy P on social media. So um, it could be done. It could be done. Uh, well, Happy New Year! Welcome back. This is Below the Hardwood. 
episode 57, New Year's and Hardships. You're tuned into the greatest. My name is Ryan Antonio Henry, and I'm joined by my cohorts, amigos, the posse, the crew, the Avengers, the NWO, whatever you want to call us. I'm running out. It's a new year. I, I thought I would have new words for you guys, but clearly I don't. We're just going to keep that part short. What's up, Alan Shane Lewis? My name is Alan Shane Lewis. I am on a podcast. I'm on a podcast. He's on a podcast. And Dexter Ariola. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Happy and welcome. Birthday. This is happy, birth- happy, happy birthday, Nikki. Wow, what's up? Um, this is 2022. The year is 2022. If you're listening to this, it is Tuesday night, the 4th of January. Wow, we're, we're in January. The last time you guys heard us was sometime around end of November, start of December. So we got a lot to talk about. It's talking hoops, uh, 2022 style. And like I said, the title of this is New Year's and Hardships because we're in a new year and the NBA is in the hard times. It's it's like 2020 all over again, March of 2020 all over again. COVID has struck again. New wave of just nonsense hitting the league. Um, at this point, two years ago, the league had pretty much shut down. But the NBA has now found a way to, I guess, keep it going. But some some of it just doesn't make any sense. So I just wanted to, before we get into the hardships, um, guys, can you give us your favorite moments from 2021? Uh, is there anything that stood out to you guys, you know, personal or NBA related, basketball related uh, in 2021? We'll go with uh, Dex. Well, I'm happy for Giannis. Happy to see him get that championship. But the best thing in basketball from 2021 is my guy putting on the purple and gold. One of the greatest to ever do it. Westbrook to the Lakers. Come on. <laughs> Anything I can no. ask for, that was it. No. That's 2021. No. Wait, wait, you asked for this? <laughs> I did. Me, Why'd you curse the Lakers? Me and the bus family, you know. <laughs> no. No. That that, <laughs> yeah. that that is probably I think if you, if you ask LeBron that, I don't think he'd yeah. say that either. Or even <laughs> if you ask Brody, he feels exposed, bro. Yeah. That was a uh, uh, he's definitely regretting that decision to ship out the ship out the entire team. Um, Alan, uh, I gotta say, being on terra firma, being in the ACC Scotia Bank Arena to watch the Raptors play basketball first time in about three two years for me to be there, and it was against the Brooklyn Nets, and it was a fantastic game. Even though we lost, got to see Scotty Barnes strip the ball away from a stunned Kevin Durant. It was fantastic to watch and just be a part of it. What I noticed is that uh, fans don't cheer anymore. That's a little sad. At least the lower bowl people didn't cheer. Uh, but it was still fun to see the Raptors play on home fo- on, a, on a home court and uh, just be back in the area. Now you can eat uh, roti at the ACC. Y'all know that? I I did not see that you when I went to the game. Anything at the ACC. Oh, you can get curry, man. You can get curry. They got doubles. That's, that's, that's the wave of the future. I'm all about that. So you can eat your, your home-based meals in the Raptors arena. I'm I'm pissed about that. I if I knew that there were certain doubles at the game, I would have got. Um, okay, all right, all right. Um, mine's similar to you. I definitely enjoyed my first game back in two years. Got to see Luca play in Toronto at least for the first time. 
Um, any Luka Doncic buzzer beater in 2021 is my favorite. Uh, he had quite a few. Um, I think it was the one against the Grizzlies where it was like three points. He was like tippy toeing and like yeah. <laughs> it was like a, a mini floater slash. Um, just he just jacked it up and, and it just went in. Um, or or he could take the one against Boston. Any Luka Doncic buzzer beater was my favorite moment of 2021. So um, I'm definitely repping that. Um, let us know your favorites. If you are, obviously we're not live, but let us know your favorites uh, in the uh, comment section, wearepress.net. You can find all the episodes there, uh, Twitter at, at BTH on NBA, and on Instagram, we are below the hardwood. Uh, again, we're on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Wherever you listen to music podcasts, you can find us. Let us know your uh, Happy New Year's, your your moments, your memories from 2021. Uh, so let's get right into it, guys. Uh, hardships, NBA, the wave of 10-day contracts that have been handing out, uh, replacement players. You could be watching your favorite team one day, and then you're just seeing a whole bunch of guys that you've never either heard of, haven't seen in the league in like five-plus years, uh, or you just, <laughs> or or potential mailmen, um, or or just people that you were just like, didn't you? weren't you a car salesman last week? How how are you back in the league? Um, it looks like we might have some technical dif- difficulties right now with uh, with our cohort Dexter. We'll see if he if he's going to come back or if he can hear us. Um, but uh, Alan, um, have you been watching a lot of ball? I know. I know it's been hard. Christmas Day was kind of a mess. Do, do you have, like, like in, in terms of just, like, the 10-day hardships, have you been paying attention to any guys? Are you impressed by any guys? Are you happy to see any names back? Um, I'm always happy to see Joe Johnson succeed. I think he was one of those rare, talented guys who just had a very unique set of skills and just very masterful, kind of a DeMar DeRozan before DeMar DeRozan. Uh, so it was great to see him come back for like a little bit. Uh, I know there's some talk of some other players coming back. I can't remember who it was on their social media. They're talking about, oh, Richard Jefferson. He got apparently got a call too. So it's just pretty much they just need bodies to fill it out. So it's, wait, kinda, yeah, Richard wait, Jefferson. Wait, he actually got a call. That's not a joke. He, he got a call. I don't, he, well, he said he got a call and he said he's, he's considering it. So he just said what? they just need bodies. Yeah, Richard Jefferson. So, it is literally sound the alarm. What's going on? Trying to figure this all out. I was just watching like an Orlando game the other day. I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. Like this, I'm watching, you know, when you watch TBT, the basketball tournament, that stuff, or even, yeah. you know, it's just one of those where it's just unrecognizable faces. So it's been kind of hard to kind of keep my focus and watch this game and still have the same kind of fervor and intensity. I think also too, because uh, one of my Raptors game tickets got canceled. So a, a part oh. of me is just like, yeah, Which game my, was that? Uh, the uh, what was the team called? Oh, Charlotte Hornets. So I was part of the fifty that got cut beforehand. So now, are you serious? So That's yeah. a, that was a game too. You that have Miles Bridges and Lamelo. Oh man. Okay. And I got some yeah. nice tickets. So uh, that sucks. I got first row, so that was gonna be my treat. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've just I don't know about you, but I've literally lost a lot of like energy for this season. Like I'm. Tuning in just to see the scores and a couple things here and there to stay current, but I haven't really watched a game in the past like three weeks. I, I can respect it. I can respect it. Like at the end of the day, it's like we know what what what's going on. Um, like I like I 
I haven't been the best Mavs fan. I haven't been paying attention to the games. Like, I know Luca's been out for like two weeks. Uh, Chris Stapps is out now. So it's like, do I even want to watch? Uh, the Mavs and Jazz. The game was actually pretty decent on Christmas Day. So I, I can't hate. I can't hate on it. But like, when your star players aren't there and your team's already struggling to win a game, yeah, like, like you're just not you're not you're not into it right and like you can look at the standings and like the standings just don't make any sense like the western conference has been the best conference for like the last 20 years it's no longer the best conference like the east is completely dominating like i i just took a look look at the western conference today and me me and dexter and you were laughing about it before it's like there's like a five-way tie between five and eight (laughs) like (laughs) Like everyone that has like a 19 and 18 record, um, like there's two teams that are, there's three teams that are really dominating and everybody else is pretty much the same. Uh, we got Dex back. Uh, so that, that's great. Dex. I was just talking to Alan about the 10 day hardships and just like, have you been watching? Are you happy to see any players come back? Are you paying less attention, more attention? What's your take on 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 like what's going on with the replacement players? Man, it's just it's hard to watch. I, I I love seeing superstars, man, and that's what we grew up on, right? So seeing all these like not like they're in the league, you got to give it to them, but it's it's just not what I'm used to. Like I love seeing and it's not just the the uh, the virus is also like injuries. People are getting injured. Uh, like, like Jimmy Butler just got injured. Uh, Bam Adebayo was injured. Like the whole Heat team. Uh, and it, it also sucks because a lot of games are being postponed because of this stuff. And yeah, uh, man, it's, it, it, it is hard to watch. I, I do enjoy the superstars. I love seeing the superstars. And uh, yeah, it's, it, it's tough. It's tough to watch. Especially being such a diehard basketball fan, like man, it's it, it's not what I'm used to. Yeah, I got I got a new title for this episode: New Wave. Who this? New Wave. Who this? <laughs> oh shit! Uh, <laughs> okay, I, I I won't be the only one to be doom and gloomy about it. The good thing about it is we are seeing some familiar faces. Um, Darren Collison, who was retired from the league, came back. Um, uh, what's his face is back in Indiana. Uh, oh my god! Uh, Lance see, Stevenson. it's it's literally who's this? Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson is back in Indiana for what is like third or like fourth stint with the team. So I'm like, okay, you know, it's cool. Like he's making shots. Joe Johnson uh, came back, even though it was like two minutes for the Boston Celtics, he had a shot. Um, he had he had some crazy record with Dirk. It's like there's only two players in the league that played like at the age of like 20 with the same team at the age of 40. So it's like him and Dirk both played with the team that they were basically drafted with. And 20 years later, they're playing with the team again. So that's kind of cool to see. Um, um, Isaiah Thomas obviously got a couple of uh, comebacks, one with the Lakers, uh, which played well the first game. They, they still lost because it's the Lakers. <clears throat> um, uh, and then now he's with the Dallas Mavericks, but he's played literally maybe like two games and, and the minutes aren't really high. Uh, but I will say, um, as a Mavs observer, Marquise Chris, who was injured a lot, uh, played with the Warriors last year. He's been the best Mavs center all season, and that's really poor for the Mavs. Front office, please sign him. Like, what are you guys doing? Stop. Um, but 
any any okay better question real fiction past present who's one guy you would want to see on a 10-day contract with with the team just for shits and giggles uh bill murray from space jam bill murray from space jam that's the only alvin cambridge yeah (laughs) alvin Alvin (laughs) cambridge coming out alvin (laughs) cambridge okay okay um shit now, now you guys like up the ante a bit. I was going like actual ballers, <laughs> and it's like now I'm like, say it, shit, ooh, man. hot sauce, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we're hot sauce, to, yeah. Replace the whole <laughs> I want to see the professor <laughs> go Yo, bring for him out there. Three line, but the dribble, <laughs> the dribble thing, dude. Who did Common play in that movie? Just right. Oh God. Yeah. Mr. Wright. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll go with Mr. Wright. <laughs> Watch that. That's like the only basketball movie. I was like, it's so like five eleven. I don't believe this. Oh so shit. Um, could go with Mr. Wright or uh, Muggsy Bogues from Space Jam. There you go. There you I go. See, he played in the league. He he fits both bills. He played in the league. He was in NBA. A lot of people, I was watching a Muggsy Bogues documentary recently on NBA TV, and it's pretty sick. Like, it just talked about his career and everything, what he was doing with the Charlotte Hornets. And, like, that that, that man was that man was awesome. So, I, I, I got I got love for Muggsy. And he was a Raptor, too. So, shout out to Muggsy um, Bogues. Shout out to Muggsy Bogues. Um, let us know any real, fake, past, present uh, player you'd like to see signed to a 10-day. Oh, what's his name? Master P. I want to see him back in a Raptors jersey. I want to see Master P back again in a Raptors jersey. Did he actually play a regular season game, or was it just like I think it was tryouts? Like it wasn't. It was like, tryouts. Yeah. Okay. I just remember seeing it's like, damn, like that's nuts. P Miller jersey getting a P Miller jersey now. Mm, mm. Rock. That's crazy. Um, again, give us your crazy uh, NBA ten day hardship contract or replacement player. Um, again, at BTH on NBA, uh, at below the hardwood. Um, Thoughts on how the season's been handled so far? Like, obviously, like you guys just said, like, Alan just told us, Dex, I don't know if you're still there with us. I think you might have some technical issues again. He's he's been, like, in that same position for, like, a hot (laughs) minute. It's like, okay, yeah, he's coming back. Um, But, yeah, like, Alan, I know you kind of already gave us your, like, thoughts, but, like, how the league has handled it. Like, do you think we should, one, like, should they have done a bubble? Do you think that the league should have been postponed? Like maybe give them like a two, three week period during the holiday season. Just be with your family. Come back. Start of January. Um, like I don't know what other suggestions have been thrown out there. Like obviously the way they've gone is, oh, we'll just you know postpone a bunch of games. Um, postpone specific these replacement guys. Specific games. It's because you know as a Raptor fan, especially like last season and this season too, we've missed like a large portion of our team. And the NBA's decision was fuck it, play it. And that ruined a lot of things. We missed a lot of games. We lost a lot of games, embarrassingly. But if a team like uh, you know, Chicago up to a certain extent, or another team like Brooklyn or something like that, they'll they'll postpone those ones because those are like the real revenue ones. And it really goes to show you that you know Adam Silver can do wrong. You know, we we kind of uh look to him as somebody who was a, a better successor or a better person than what's his name? Um 
the more compassionate kind of person and he spoke to issues but at the end of the day it's it's money money generates everything money kind of is the motivating factor for a lot of things it only was good for the nba to be on the side of social justice to a certain point because you know what the dollars kind of say that way so it's been a very interesting experience i definitely am on the side of postpone the games like i'm i'm fine with that postpone the games for like a month or two or a month and a half and then come back strong with the bubble for the for the playoffs <coughs> Make sure everyone's there because, yeah, it kind of sucked the life out of this uh, season for me, and I was excited. I was super excited for the season, and I've I've lost a lot of like momentum when it came with it. So we'll see. Yeah, you know, like to me, I get what they're saying. It's like postponing the league doesn't do anything because it's still going to be around. But it's like, okay, but your big money games you you played, even though teams like Chicago. Or the Raptors were missing like eight players, still did it anyway. But then when, like I don't know, the Lakers or somebody's missing like, like I don't know, it's like oh, let's just postpone this one. It's like yeah. there's no clarity, there's no sequencing, there's no like, like consistency of what gets postponed and what doesn't. And like you can see, like the Raptors and people are like, okay, so we get screwed, but then they get to postpone. And then even the Kyle Lowry return game is now pushed up like two days ahead. So, and like, are we even going to have fans for that? Like, any messages about that from Ticketmaster? So that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Raptor uh, Kyle Lowry return game is now pushed two days ahead. And who knows? Like, what if this shit gets, doesn't get better? Like, they're saying two weeks, but are they going to allow people back for the Kyle Lowry return game? Like, if I'm Kyle Lowry, I'm pissed. Like, I'm, I'm flat out pissed that I'm coming back. And nobody's going to be in that building. That's a possibility. Like, I didn't realize it till today. And they moved the date closer. So that probably makes it worse. Um, <laughs> so you got the, the Lowry return game that got pushed. So, yeah, it's it's been it's been a really messed up season. So, Dex, while you were gone, I was asking Alan, like, just in your opinion, how do you think the NBA has handled uh, the season with COVID this, this runaround? Like, uh, suggestions that you feel could have helped? Like, should we have gone back in a bubble? Should we have banned fans? Should we have postponed games? Like, what, what what's your thoughts? Well, I think you guys touched on it. I think they tried, they just pick and choose which games to push. And I feel like it's not right. As a Raptors fan, it's not right. Um, it just feels, it feels dirty to me. I don't know why. Because certain games, like the Brooklyn games, for sure, they all got pushed, right? And uh, speaking of Brooklyn, like the way they're handling this Kyrie Irving thing, it's it, it's really weird. I don't know if we're segueing to it, but yeah, it's just really it's just a weird. Uh, it, it's weird. Like he can only play away games because of the like New York uh, whatever rule they have implemented right now. It just the way they're handling that is is really weird. If I'm the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to fifth place and I have Kyrie more games than than whoever I'm facing. So I'm dropping down to fifth. I don't care. I have Kyrie every (laughs) single game pretty much or more games than not. I'm dropping down to fifth. All right. Um, Good segue, actually. Good segue. Um, we We have returns, people. We have returns. Kyrie Irving was cleared by the Nets to come back and play away games, which 
before we get into my question to you guys, uh, which is also the question of the week on uh, at BTH on NBA, um, but do you feel like the Nets are kind of hypocrites? And do you feel like like all these analysts that kind of called Kyrie out are kind of hypocrites? Because it's like the whole thing was he doesn't want to get vaxxed. He doesn't want to compromise what he believes in. Cool. I appreciate it. I get it. They say, hey, we don't want a halftime, uh, part-time player. You have to sit the season out. You can come when you're ready to take the vax. COVID hits, wave hits. It's like, okay, you know what, Kyrie, you, you, can, you can come play. Like, is there not hypocrisy? Or, like, how do you guys feel like this was done? Do you feel like, you know, like the Nets kind of did him dirty? Do you feel like people are now, like, kind of, like, fake with just, like, how they approach this? Or do you feel like, hey, like, it is what it is. They are short people. Bring them in. Uh, we'll go with Dex. What, what what's your take on the Kyrie Nets return situation here? I think the timing. It's all about timing. I think it's tough. Like they're on a skid right now. They they had a few bad losses lately, and um, Kyrie's coming back in a couple days. Like uh, right. I think he's coming back on Sunday, and uh, it just. The timing of it is suspicious, but I see how they're down a bunch of people. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm happy to see Kyrie back, man. Like I said, I want to see the superstars, and I'm ready to see Kyrie back. Yeah, yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't see if it was. I heard it was tomorrow, uh, Wednesday against the, the Pacers. Tomorrow, yeah. So I could be wrong. Pacers, yeah. Um, because that would be the, their first away game. And by the time you guys are hearing this, I don't know when that will be. But uh, we'll, we'll obviously know if it's a, a good performance or not. Um, Alan, do you, what's your take on the uh, bringing him back kind of situation after all of that, that that's happened? Yeah, the baby got his bottle, so that's good. Um, that, was always, that was always part of mine. Like, just trade him and then have him play a season. Because, like, if that's what it's going to be. But he's just made this whole public outcry and kind of getting everything that he kind of wants in return. And it's only after they start losing that they're like, hey, big head. So, like, they never had principles to kind of begin with. And the whole situation is messy and ugly. And, yeah. But to Dexter's point, yeah, I'm happy to see, you know, stars in this league and more players and all that stuff. So, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of funny because I remember reading uh, got getting like the breaking news or the breaking um like a notification, like, oh, Kyrie's back. And then literally the next day, Kyrie has entered COVID protocol. Yeah, protocol. I was dying. <laughs> I was dying. It's like, you guys did this to him. <laughs> you try to bring him back, and then you bring him right back into COVID. It was hilarious. Um, and and to me, like, it, it's just, the whole thing is just confusing because it's like, does entering COVID protocols mean you have it? Or does it mean you were just near someone? Like, it, it's not clear. It's not clear at all. Like, you don't know which COVID players actually do get COVID or which are just like, you know what I mean? And, like, the whole LeBron situation, it's like, oh, LeBron's had your COVID protocols. And then, like, literally, like, four days later, it's like, oh, he's back. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. come on. Like, come, come on. Come LeBron's, on. LeBron's sneaky anti, anti vaccine You see that post, that Instagram post? <laughs> LeBron had his uh, little Spider-Man COVID flu thing, and I'm like, but I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't, I didn't hate it because I'm like, right now it is, it is, it is looking like that. Like, what is COVID? What is the flu? What is this? Like, it, it, it's just not clear. Nothing is clear. But back to basketball. Um, 
which we have one one other return. Uh, Clay Thompson is going to play basketball this week or next week. Um, are you guys not excited for Clay Thompson? Hopefully, he doesn't enter COVID protocols. And who is the more impactful return? Is it Kyrie for the Nets or is it Clay for the Warriors? Um, <clears throat> I gotta say Clay because I think the way the Golden State Warriors have been playing this whole season, that they have it looks like they have this league unlocked. Like it looks like it's either between them and Phoenix right now. But now that you add Clay and you put him into that system, you put him into that team, you have another, you know, an arms race when it comes to the three-point line. It's like, it's a wrap, you know, it's a wrap. And, you know, if he can actually fit into that kind of roster and he stays healthy, I don't see another team right now that can even challenge them or come close. So I got to go with Clay on this one. So Dex, Clay or Kyrie more impactful? I'm on the fence, man. Uh, Clay's the best shooter ever. Sorry, Steph. I've never seen anyone get so hot and in the clutch. He's the best shooter ever. Um, but more impactful. The, th- the only thing holding me back for Kyrie Irving is that he's a part-time player. Uh, he's only there for away games, right? So it, it, impactful. I'm going to have to say Kyrie because where they are right now. And much more can you impact the best team in the league? Like you have the best record. Is there more impact you could really do? Yes, but more impactful. I'll, I'll go with. I'll go with. <laughs> to, to quote, to quote the late Kobe Bryant, "We need you to be better than your best." All right. <laughs> mm, mm. Is that what you told me? <laughs> are you a different beast? But the same animal. <laughs> what the fuck, you what talking the fuck about, are you talking about? <laughs> Recipes, Kobe. Uh, shout out to Kanye. Um, yeah, like I feel like you could still adding Clay is definitely still warranted, still needed. Like Warriors are still capable of losing games every now and then, and Steph still has some off shooting nights. So you know, just getting Clay in there to shore up, shore, shore, shore that up, and clean that up yeah they'll probably just be dominant but here's the thing like everyone's expecting clay to come back and like drop like 25 plus points again it's like no i'm not expecting that i expect minutes restrictions um i was i I kind of expect him to kind of like miss you know some shots that he would have hit uh, at the start and it's going to take him some time like i don't think it's going to be like kd kind of how kd came in last year and was just like kd again like yeah clay looks good in practice clay looks good shooting up like I think he had a video of like him shooting like 24 straight threes or something like that. <coughs> but the difference between KD and Clay is that Clay's off ball, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to do a lot of running. He's going to get a lot of cardio in. I think he's going to be more effective um, than we think. Like he doesn't have like what was his record? Like 60 points with like 10 dribbles or whatever it was. Like so he that. doesn't really need the ball. He's just off ball, and I see him getting a lot of corner threes, man. Like. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I could see him kind of just sitting out there, but it's like at the same time, like I feel defenses are going to be like, yo, I'm not let, I'm not leaving this man. Like I'm just, I'm just going to stay as, on his ass. I know he's, he's, he's been shooting those like, you know, seeing the corner threes. So I, I I'm going to give him time before I'm just going to say, yeah, he's going to rip it. Uh, then again, he could prove me wrong. He could be just like KD, and he can come in and just dominate. Uh, as well, he's on as, my fantasy team, so this motherfucker better go off. Oh, you actually <laughs> scored him, man. You scored him on your bench. <laughs> 
start them on your bench. Um, let us know again, most impactful return, uh, Clay or Kyrie, uh, at BTH on NBA on Twitter. Um, okay, guys, uh, a little bit close to home. DeMar DeRozan has been absolutely Ooh. ridiculous in his time with the Bulls, uh, tearing it up to the point where people are actually have him in the top five in the MVP race. Some people actually have him as their MVP leading MVP candidate. So is it time to stop the DeMar slander? The, the people that were saying, oh, he can't do this in the playoffs. Oh, um, the Bulls are top heavy. Oh, I didn't think this was going to work. Like the guy, again, we're obviously living kind of like in the present where he just obviously hit two game-winning buzzer beaters against his last two opponents. But – like, can we not give him some, like, respect and say, hey, like, DeMar's a top 10 player in this league right now, possibly top five? Uh, I we'll definitely go with say, yeah, you could definitely say there's a conversation to be had that, you know, he is the best player in this league or at least the most, like, uh, player whose who's gameplay has been affecting the most. Because, like, if you look at that team from beforehand to what they're doing now, it's remarkable. They had a great stretch. You know, <clears throat> they had their opportunities where they were missing a lot of their players, but when everyone's there, they're like a solid, sound team. And they're doing it without shooting, you know, as many three-point shots as the rest of the league. Like, they're one of the lower shoot uh, three-point shooting uh, attempt teams, and they're still number one in this current NBA. So that's got to say a lot, you know, with um, is it Billy Donovan, the coach? Yeah. He's a coach. Yeah, Billy Donovan, like, in his system. And Namar has been that kind of star player that we kind of look to in that. And that second buzzer beater, that, that was, like, Kobe-esque. It was really good. Wing game. Like he's doing it. And the other one was like a one foot like kind of faded away. Like it was it was insane. Like both of them were like highlight real, you know, remarkable stuff. And they were literally like a day apart. Like so good on him. And uh yeah, I hope he gets the MVP because I a little bit of that MVP comes to Toronto too, man. You know, I feel like every point he scores, we get like a fraction or a percentage of it for you know as Raptor fans. So I'm happy to see him do great things. Right. Dex. Well, Ryan, you said stuff at the beginning. You said, "Will we? Will he do it in the playoffs?" Chicago is very top heavy. Those are both true. He had to hit game winners for them to win. Like that's like game winners are a bailout. Let's be honest. <laughs> like if you're not slapping your team, game winners are bailouts. Uh, but yeah, like Flowers, Demar's sick. Like he's. He's amazing. He's playing so well on this bull system and on his first year, right? Um, and I said this before, but the league is going back to mid-range. We saw it with the Suns last year. And DeMar is the best mid-range shooter in the league right now. And, um, yeah, it, I'm happy to see it. Like you said, it's a piece of us. And we we developed him. <laughs> us we developed right him. But um, yeah. I'm going to stick with my word and what I said last year, and they're out first round. I'm sorry. <laughs> really? Okay. I, I have not, to stick with it. I can't. That's nuts. So you think an eight seed? Well, again, not. They don't have me to. Assume, that's me assuming. Yeah, that's me assuming they stay in the first seed. I, they could possibly not, but. I don't, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't see them getting knocked out by like a low seed like that. I, I would give them. And and who knows? Like, what if this COVID thing doesn't clear up? Yeah, but the East is good this year compared to the West. Uh, no, the not records really. are you really no? Don't records. look at records. Like, <laughs> like honestly, if the Sixers are eight seed, 
Sorry, you kind of cut out there. Yeah, you cut it out. Oh, I said, I said, if Philly was the eight seed, I think uh, they might have a problem. Oh, okay. interesting. I don't think Philly is going to be the eight seed. I feel like they're gonna they're doing good. Uh, Embiid's back. Um, they kind of got a, a hold on things now. Uh, I feel like Sixers are going to actually come back up to that fourth, fifth, and Miami's going to fall without Bam. So, um, but uh, no, I, I get I get what you mean, but I feel like, man, I, I just I just hated that with 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 Demar with me. It was people like ever since he was traded from the Raptors, we lost that we choke in the playoff tag. And then he kind of took it and he he kind of ran with it, unfortunately. Like yeah. we get Kawhi, we win the chip. So everyone's like, okay, Toronto's good. It was DeMar. DeMar was the problem, which is not true. Um, yeah, did DeMar come up short in, in his time in the playoffs here? Yes. But I feel like DeMar actually, his game actually got better when he left and went to Spurs playing under Popovich. <coughs> his game just got better. And then, you know, going to Chicago, it's like people were calling him washed. And I was like, okay, that's way too early. Like, Who called him washed? I'll fight them right now. <laughs> people didn't watch San Antonio Spurs games. So they weren't seeing that his, uh, his play actually got better. So He's comfortable in the <coughs> East, guys. I said this. He's, he's coming back to the East. He's comfortable. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, he's just on a large market team. <laughs> and people are paying more attention to him. That's all it is. No one was watching the Spurs. They weren't. They really weren't. He's not with uh, Rudy Gay. <laughs> Rudy Gay. No, it's Rudy Gay. I love that hey, guy. Fan uh, favorite. Utah, Utah fan favorite, Rudy Gay. <laughs> uh, okay, Dex. What's wrong with your Lakers, man? Give, give, give us a solution to fix your team. Frank Vogel's been out. LeBron's been out. You know, Rondo's out now. Westbrook. They're not playing Dwight Howard. Westbrook's been there the whole time. Yo, Westbrook putting up numbers, let's be honest. Yeah, turnover numbers. <laughs> nah, that's okay. Whatever. Sometimes the turnovers are bad. What can you do? You take the good with the bad, man. You can't get 20 rebounds all the time, you know? Uh, but honestly, they just haven't figured it out. They don't know where to run the ball through. They Just the coaching is bad, man. Like, Fisdale, I don't know what he's doing. I think, like, some of these guys, like, he has on the court, it, it doesn't make sense. And at certain times, like, in the crunch time, like, uh, I, don't, I don't like Avery Bradley out there. He, you think he's your best defender? He's not. He's just... Mm -hmm. Uh, he, like LeBron having the ball. People say Westbrook, oh, my God, he messes up. He, he messes up sometimes. But, like, LeBron, man, there are games where LeBron messes up at the end, too. Like, whoa, he has the whoa. ball. He's coming he for LeBron. LeBron. He's coming for LeBron. Like, Westbrook That's not where the problem LeBron, is. <laughs> goes to the corner. He, he goes this to the corner going. and waits to get the rebound. But LeBron's <laughs> at the top of the key trying to blast threes. Trying to get in his old ass in the paint. Like, yo, Bron, give it to Westbrook. Give it to Brody. By the way, AD's out, so get out of my face with this. <laughs> this guy had something to say about everyone. <laughs> to the ball Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn is out. He, uh, just came back and playing like a floozy. 
This man blamed everyone except for Westbrook. Bro. <laughs> I put blame, I'll put blame on Brody. I'll put blame on Brody. How much? It's not all on Brody. How much? Everyone says it's all on him. I'm everyone, not saying it's everyone all on Uncle Russ. It's not all Uncle Russ. But everyone but gets, it's... oh, LeBron's 19th year. Oh, 37. Oh, he scores this much. Bro, win a game. Win me a game. Start win me a damn game. Get out of here. He had 43 points, 14 assists, and zero turnovers. In what? Against who? Portland. I can score 40, 10, and 30, fucking 13, and 20. I'll go fucking 25 turnovers. 25 turnovers. (laughs) Zero turnovers. (laughs) Bro. Okay. Okay. So are you suggesting just lineups, lineups need to be changed? Like, it's just it needs better lineups. Man, everyone talks about a trade. Listen, I would trade Brody for Kyrie Irving just to see LeBron and Kyrie The OKC3. KD, yeah. KD, Harden, Westbrook back. That's the only trade I will accept. And Lakers get it done. Trade for each other. That way, Kyrie can play every single game except in New York. You can still play in New York just yeah. as a visitor. That's the worst. That's, That's the what weird. I'm trying to see. I'll, I'll plant that seed right now. Hey, It'll work out intriguing. for everyone. It's intriguing. It's like you re- you reunite LeBron and Kyrie. You give um, uh, the OKC, the stupid fan. Sorry. I hate I hate the, oh, if the OKC three stay together, what if? I'm like, they weren't going to do it. They, they had time. They weren't going to do it. So now they're all Might grown have- as hell. I feel like they 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 had their opportunity. One or two more seasons, they would have done it. People they lost. It, they lost against Dallas. They lost against Miami. Who else? Who else? Like, I, I, they 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 weren't going to do it. Like they had Once their opportunity. Russell Westbrook came off the bench and realized that he's a bench player, and they probably. <laughs> <laughs> this man is the best point guard in the league. Okay, um, he's not even the best point guard in the Lakers. <laughs> And 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 old ass Westbrook ain't doing better. So who has won an MVP? Which point guard has won MVP? Which point guard led has the won league MVP? in the scoring? Led the league in assists. Went to the finals. Steph Curry. Steph Curry doesn't have a finals Steve, MVP. Steve Nash. Remember, remember, remember when you were talking about right Mark Rosen and what he's done right in the playoffs? I just I just want to ask that same question about Russell Westbrook. What? What, <laughs> what is has he it? done in the playoffs? in the playoffs mm-hmm. he's made it to the finals he had that warriors team 3-1 down 3-1 actually he was up in the finals 1-0 <laughs> on the heat he was up yeah. 3-1 against must, the warriors we forget. <laughs> okay okay well Mar- mario chalmers has made it to multiple finals oh speaking of 10-day contract mario, mario chalmers. chalmers back mario on chalmers welcome back <laughs> um okay. I, I I hear what Dex is trying to say. I think uh there are a lot of problems with the Lakers, and I think um you know ESPN and all the people on Twitter they really like to make it it's all a Russell Westbrook problem when it's it's not. I mean a large part of it is his game just doesn't complement whatever system they're trying to do right now. Uh, it's hard to tell what it is because there's no real, you know, um 
direction with this team. They look like a chicken with their head cut off. They're so lost. And yeah, you lose Anthony Davis for about, was it a month or six weeks that he's going to be gone for? And even when he was there, he still wasn't getting uh, going crazy in the paint like he should be doing. And you have players like DeAndre Jordan getting, you know, X amount of minutes out there. It's it's a sad state. And I had to divest all um, mental energy rooting for that team because it's just like, it's so sad to watch. It's just... A sorry state. Like I don't. Well, even if they make it to the playoffs, I just don't see this team really beating another team seven games. I just don't. Yeah. Or as uh, four games. There's only two players that are kind of consistent, and it's Malik Monk and Carmelo Anthony. And when those okay. guys are your most consistent people, like you yeah, got a problem. Malik, Malik, Malik's had a good string of games. I, yes. I I'd say LeBron is more consistent than Carmelo. No. Anthony. Fuck LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he hasn't seen LeBron's last 10 games. I know, he has like 30 points for like straight games. Yo, fluke, fluke. Wash King. Hashtag Wash King. Do it 10 times, why don't you do it 20 Wash times, LeBron? Get some wins. Get me some wins. Um, it's hard. It's hard to get wins when Brody's I'm not going off the backboard to Carmelo. <laughs> So, so my solution, to be honest, yeah, it was a trade. And it's funny because I've been in my own despair with my own team with the Mavs because the front office is just absolute every there's a new story every week that comes out of people just getting disrespected. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk about the whole Rick Carlisle, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. drama. I don't know if you guys read into that, but um, I was ready for Uncle Westbrook to come to Dallas. <laughs> I was ready for this man to get traded to Dallas. Jalen Brunson? I was ready for him and Luca. No, no, no. I know they would have asked for that, but I'm not giving up Jalen. No, Jalen, Jalen would have stayed on the bench. But I was, I was, I was ready for anything. I was just like, yo, just give us anybody. And I was like, yo, put Luca with with Westbrook. Here's what you got. Ready to give up? It would probably be Porzingis. Like they would. Yeah, it would have to be Brunson. It would have to be Brunson, and I didn't want to give up Brunson. Need a point yeah, guy. Here's what you do: you trade Brody, you send him over to Cleveland, then you you bring back uh, what's his name, Colin Sexton, and Kevin Love. Let's go. Okay. Kevin Love, sneaky become this like you know coming off the bench. I can drop you 20 points per game. Get him on that squad. He takes over the second unit, or maybe you play him at center and you put Anthony Davis at four like a little punk like he is, but. Uh, <laughs> But there's I, I, the, the whole new future with the the, um, the the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't think there is room for Colin Sexton. I think there's been murmurs no. already kind of going on. So they're trying to get rid of him. They're trying to unload him. They've been trying. Well, to his contract him. is up, I think, and they have to re-sign. Or I think he has an option next year. I'm not sure what his contract is, but taking his contract, I don't think anyone will do. Especially his like, his, he's injury prone. His injury history is like, it's not very good. He hasn't played. I don't think he's played a full season yet. I'll take Sexton over Westbrook right now, though. <laughs> to the mm. Ryan Sexton or I'll Westbrook. take Darius. I'll take Darius Garland over LeBron right now. <laughs> I, I would have. I would have taken Buddy Healed over Westbrook. Oh yeah, that, that would have been a good. That that, that should have been the deal. Are that we talking about? Are we talking about Buddy Healed right now? 
Where's yeah. Buddy Hill right now? Yeah, he would have new life. He would have new life in Los Angeles. Sacramento. New life. Um, let us know your deal or your trade, your lineup change, your coaching change to fix the Lakers problem, whatever it may be. Um, you can again at BTH on NBA, at Below the Hardwood on Instagram, and WeArePress.net for the website that holds all of our episodes and the little blurbs that you can read about the episodes. Um, okay, guys, uh, we haven't really had an MVP talk in a minute. Uh, we're in a new year, a uh, new calendar year, almost at the midpoint, unofficial midpoint of the season, which is All-Star Weekend. Um, who is your leading candidates for MVP this season? Uh, I, I went with DeMar DeRozan, so I'm going to stick with DeMar DeRozan on this one. Oh, I just, okay. Good All right. Do you have someone to follow him up? Yeah, probably uh, Steph Curry. I know he's kind of uh, cooled off now, but he had such an explosive beginning of the season that uh, you got to give him some credit. Okay. All right. DeMar, Steph, don't hate it. Like it. Uh, Dex? I said KD. I think KD's in the running right now. But, man, like, okay. So a couple things I'm taking into 2022. I just want to erase a couple things in 2021. Evan Mobley, you're the real deal. Okay, I thought he was going to say something. You're doing good. <laughs> okay. In Phoenix, man, you're a good team. So my MVP right now is Chris Paul. Chris Paul, mm. man, like what he's done to that team. The second year, his second year, man, he took him to another level, man. And like, same with, I, I've been hating on this guy, but Mikel Bridges, man, he's the real deal defense, man. Like, hey. good for him, man. Good for him. Like, he, he shut he down Steph. defensive. He should be defensive player of the year. But yeah. as my MVP right now, I'll, I'll give it to Chris Paul, but Kevin Durant is second. And my third man, like this guy, explosive, wicked player. He's a superstar. It's John Morant. John Rule Morant. Okay. He's, All right. He's on fire right now. You saw the whooping that he, he saw the whipping that he put on Uncle Westbrook. No, 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 That was just bad defense. He wasn't even defending him. Bro. I know, I know. He wasn't I'm talking him. shit. But, yo, I'm talking honestly, shit. <laughs> he wasn't defending him. He couldn't get around. That was bad watch defense. Watch he wasn't defending him. Hold on a second. <laughs> watch that fourth quarter. But shout out John Morant, man. Like, And, yo, okay, I just, I'm just, while I'm throwing flowers, Desmond Bain, good backcourt good mate, too. I think he could be most improved. Okay. Watch Wasn't watch Grizzly games, season? guys. Watch Grizzly games. Wasn't Desmond Bain like a rookie last year? Yeah, but yeah. man, and his body, Desmond Bain. He's thick. He's thick. <laughs> he's these. Yeah. Um that, that Memphis team, to be honest, I thought they were gonna kind of like digress a bit uh with those like weird too, signs and trades. Yeah, but they actually stay they're staying afloat and they didn't even have jaw for like two or three weeks and I'm like damn they're actually doing really good. Um so no shout out to Memphis. Uh I'll give you my three uh Joker just because of what he's doing with a kind of like a weird depleted Memphis uh Nuggets team. His numbers are ridiculous. Like this guy's won yep. money in in like just like random NBA fantasy nights. Um yep. so he's he's three uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's number one, and Steph is is uh, is uh, two. So KD at one, Steph at two, and Joker at three. Those guys for me have been alternating pretty much all season long. Um, Steph has kind of cooled down a bit. That's why I have him kind of like at uh, between uh, two and three. But 
Uh, between those three guys, I think one of them is probably going to take it. It's just a matter of record. I feel like the NBA just gives it to the best record. And if Golden State has the best record, and by a lot, and Steph's numbers stay high, then, yeah, they're probably going to give it to him. Like, he's the NBA golden child, right? Like, we're going to – you know what? Let's just mention it now. We didn't get a chance, but shout-out to Steph for the breaking the three-point record. That whole week was ridiculous, though. Um, I don't. I didn't like it, to be honest. Like, I don't know if you guys were watching. Like, they put so much focus on it. There was some ridiculousness, like, two weeks before the record where it was like, oh, he's going to hit 16 threes tonight. I'm like, are yeah. you guys really actually <laughs> that fried? Like yeah. you guys really had to be like ESPN was fried. Like all, all day their programming is like, oh, he could do it. He's gonna hit 16 threes. Even in the press conference, even Steve Kerr and them are like, yeah, he'll, he'll probably hit 16. I'm like, you guys are actually <laughs> thinking he's gonna do this. I'm like, you guys are stupid. This guy shot up like tw- like 16, 23s that game. I'm like, no, this is this is bad. You're just chasing this now. Like, and each game progressively, it was like 10 threes, 12 threes. I'm like, just just chill. Like, just enjoy it. Just hit your shots. Like, they didn't lose games. Like, they're still winning. But it's like, when you chase it like this, it doesn't make it fun. Like, it just kind of kind of takes away from the game a bit. And I think he caught on to that, like, after, like, three or four different attempts. But I like how they did it that it ended up in New York. Like, New York, Knicks is the franchise that everybody shits on. Everybody gets their accolades on. Everybody gets their records. Like, like it's just a, it's that's just them. So I like that it happened in New York. I would have liked it if it happened against Philly against his brother. But um, mm-hmm. shout out to Steph for breaking the record. But yeah, Steph is two, KD one, and Joker at three. Um, uh, but yeah, let us know if you guys uh, have who your MVP candidates are. Um, I think all the guys, to be honest, be named. I wouldn't hate if you if you tell me Demar, I'm not hating it. Uh, you tell me, Katie, Steph, Joker, not hating it. Chris Paul, I was surprised. But at the same time, when you have a Suns team that is, like, doing what they're doing, yeah, like, I, I can't hate it. Like, he's the leader of that team, and he's the reason why they're doing it. So um, shout out to that. Uh, I was going to talk about the East and the West a bit, but we can kind of uh, skip on to that. Um, real quick, guys, because this was a hot topic uh, back in uh, start of December. Um do you guys feel that the Blazers should blow it up or continue to ride with Dame? Dame is eligible for a two-year, $107 extension um, that he could actually sign. But the whole thing now is do they continue to go down this path with him or do they just kind of let him run his his current his current deal out, which he still has four years? Like, you know what I mean? These extension, the way these extensions kind of work and how you, when they're eligible for it, it's weird. It's like if he signs now, he's there for like the next six to seven years, and he's going to be making like fifty million a year. Like it's 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 kind of it's kind of nuts. So if you're the Blazers, do you try to just say, hey, we're going to run this contract out, or do you sign him to that super max contract extension? I'll go with Dex. What? But what do you do? What do you do with them? How do you blow it up? Like, who wants his Dame? This Dame is. I don't know this top seventy six Dame. I don't like him. He's not top good, 76. man. Like it's it's so sad. It's so sad to watch. Like I shit on him all the time, and this is why. This is the reason why. Because games like this, like I'm right. I'm being vindicated this season. But, but it's sad but it, to watch. <laughs> it's also come out that he's actually been fighting like injuries, and he he should have had surgery. Everyone, for, everyone, like the last two or three years. 
but like, so is Westbrook. if Westbrook said the same thing, people would be like, okay, okay, yeah, he's hurt, whatever. But no, it's Dame. Oh, everyone gives Dame a pass. I'm not giving him a pass, man. So, like, what? Who can they trade for? I want to ask you guys. Like, Ben Simmons is on. It's it's on the table, but I don't think they're gonna take it. But like, who wants this Dame Lillard? Do people, people really want. want this Dame? Yeah, yeah. I think LeBron would take him in a second. I think their biggest asset is Powell, to be honest. Powell. I think they're going to move yeah. Powell. Yeah. I, I feel like they should, too. I feel bad for him because, like, he thought he was going to a better situation, um, kind of kind of coming from That's the Raptors. With a, and yeah, it's, it's, it's actually a lot worse. So it's like, <laughs> oh, shoot. And he should be a – Powell should be on a contender uh, team trying to get his second chip right now. So, oh, I, I – I, this one was hard because, like, I, I understand Dame wants to ride it out. Dame doesn't want to leave. But, yeah, you know what? I, I feel like they need to stop it. I'm not signing him to another two years. Like, if, I, if I'm if i Dame, I know he wants to win in Portland. Like, he sees Giannis. He sees Dirk. He's like, I didn't want to do it. It's like, it's not it's not going to happen. Those days are done. Those days are gone. Like, I'm sorry. Like, just you just got to move on. And then with Portland, it's like, okay, you bring him back. But are you actually going to be able to retool around him? Like, you can't just keep bringing Nurkic and all these guys back. Like, you have to move people out. So it's like, I don't think you're going to find an issue with people for, trying to find people to play with Dame. Um, but it's just, who's coming to Portland? Nobody's coming to Portland. Like, Melo, they try to get Melo back in his prime. Melo didn't want to come. Melo came when he had no choice. <laughs> like, he's just like, okay, uh, I'll sign with you guys now. So, like, I, I just I just don't get it. But I don't, I don't know why Dame wants to come back, really, at this point. And the Blazers kind of have to look at that. It's like, Six years of this again, but um, yes, look just, at the Blazers. Yeah. You bring back, we're talking about 10 day contracts to random old players. Bring back Greg Oden and Brandon Roy, all right? Everything you Ooh. know, I think Brandon Roy is ready for it. I also think Greg Oden's probably got more post moves at the wazoo. So bring them back changes the entire future for the Blazers. <laughs> okay, okay, hey, why not? Like. Honestly, if I'm Greg or Brandon Roy, I'm like, yo, you guys need me. <laughs> like, I'm better than your 12th man. Like, get out of here. Um, all right. Let us know. Blow it up. Sign Dame. Continue down this road. Okay. Um, real quick, because we're uh, running out of time. Fred Van Fleet, is he an all-star this year? Yes. 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 No. Fred Van Fleet and us. What? No. I'll say no. You'll say no. There's, okay. There's too many guards. Too many guards in the East. But... You can definitely, you know, you like. I feel like okay, it's so, going to be between him and Garland, and Garland's going to get it. Yeah, I think coaches will have a better understanding. They might pick him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he's going to get it this year, just because what he's doing right now is pretty, pretty damn impressive. Like he's he's bona fide Raptors best player. Um, thirty point games, multiple thirty point games this month of December, and leading into this year. So it's like, okay. Raptors looking a little bit better than they were at the start of the year. I think top ten Raptor is he a top ten Raptor of all time? Of all time, yeah, he's got to be. He has to be. I think. Okay, hold on. Okay, let's count this. Let's count this. Oh yeah, Vince, Vince, Tracy, Kyle, Demar. Are we putting Tracy over? No, I'm not. 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 No order. No order. No order. No. No. But so you put Tracy over Van Vliet, though. As far yeah. as contribution or what? Because contribution is a different word. 
Contribution is a different word. Because he was better when he left. That's like saying, you know, uh, you, Hakeem Olajuwon is top 10 Raptor. It's like. I mean, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, you can't put Tracy it, over. It, it, if you're talking about like contribution, it, it's. Okay, yeah. Lowry, about, okay, but contrib- if we're doing contribution, like, do you, 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 there's a lot of names that should be there that aren't there there. Who? If we're talking about contribution, Mike James should be in every top ten of Raptors. <laughs> this man went off for us every single game. Went out there hard work when it, when it mattered the least. He was out he's, there putting in work. He's the original bet on yourself guy. <laughs> Let me just drop twenty nine points in this losing loss to New Jersey Nets. <laughs> to these uh, Bobcats, Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, let us know if you think Fred uh, has earned all-star uh, rights this year. Um, again, at BTH on NBA. Uh, can I get the Raptors outlook moving forward from you guys just real quick? Just do you feel the season's kind of turning in their favor right now? It was obviously rough at the start. Missing players, injured players. Uh, we're almost back to full health. Uh, OG's back. Um, Pascal's obviously back. Uh, Fred's there. Uh, Gary Trent, uh, Scotty Barnes. So we actually had our top five guys. Like we actually, mm-hmm. for the first time in a while, had our full starting lineup, which is great. Uh, yeah, Boucher on the bench. Uh, I think the only person we're really missing at this point is Goran Dragic, who has been at home for personal reasons. But uh, yeah, he's working out in is. Miami. You mean Dallas? Um, uh, possibly. Uh, but do you guys feel like the Raptors could slide in into the AC play in tournament? Like, what do you guys what do you guys think? Yeah, probably around that area, seventh, eighth. I can see yeah. it. I think okay. play in, but they're one trade away, and they know who they need to trade. Miles Turner, and you could package them up with Indiana, uh, with Dragic. Dragic for Miles Turner. They they really need to blow that up. Um, we're waiting on it, but you, you know what's funny? They're with the Raptors for the last like fifteen years. Not not fifteen too long. For the last ten years, we've always been like one superstar away from actually like going to it. Like you know what I mean? Like we we've consistently been one superstar away. So we had the one superstar, got the ring, lost the one superstar. We're again one superstar away. <laughs> Thought we had Pascal, but this uh, nigga really left a three peat, not even a four peat on the table. I can't believe it. Yeah, with COVID. Yeah, it could have been a four peat with COVID, blowing it up. It could have been a four peat with COVID. And he would have. He would be oh, healthy. Man. He would be. Um, would have recognized that injury. He would have done everything he could to like help him with it. Exactly. I chose. Uh, real, real quick, giving opponents props for brilliance on the court. We saw uh, Kyle Kuzma dap up uh, Evan Mobley for his uh, – ger- uh, th- sorry, I think I got up that legend under, mixed up. For the up and under lay-in um, from uh, Gerald um, – not Gerald. Oh, my God. I'm, like, mixing up my legends right now. But um, it, the crazy up and – Doctor, it wasn't Dr. G. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or was it Iceman Gervin? Uh, one, one of them. But um, you guys are going to hate me for screwing that up. I'm going to go kill myself after that. Um, but um, we've seen this before. We've seen uh, Paul George. Hotline. Paul George in his. We've uh, seen Paul George come out and get daps from LeBron for destroying Birdman in a play. I think it was a playoff game. Yeah. Uh, so, so then uh, he dapped him up. Kuzma kind of took a little heat for dapping up Mobley for doing the same, but it's like, do you hate that? Do you like it? Do you do you respect it? It's like, 
Bro, if you're hitting legendary moves and making it look easy, you can let that let him get away with that, right? Yeah. No, I, of course. I think you got to give salute to when people do well. I don't understand fans are like, you guys should be strangling each other on the court. You can play somebody, respect them, and have an admiration for what they're doing and still have a competitive edge. Okay. Clearly, it's a bunch of people. I don't know. I was going to say some mean shit, but I'm not going to say it. But yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you, you could do that. You could do that. I think that's all part of the game. You know, they're, they're all part of the brotherhood. They're part of a, a, a small percentage of the world's population who made the league. They see each other like how many times a year? Yeah, they're friends. Why are we pretending they're not? Okay. All right. Dex, glorification of Dex you're, you're shaking your head. Dex, you're shaking your head. Are you not dapping the person that just uh, pulled up a. Uh, that kind of layup on you, like Kobe did it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, light skin activities. <laughs> your boy Kobe did it. Your boy Kobe did it. <laughs> nah, man, I Kobe ain't doing it. Do it after the game. Wait he did it all the game. game. You can drop him. Kobe off, did it. Do whatever. Kobe slapped booty. <laughs> Kobe slapped booty <laughs> after he hit a shot. <laughs> shot. Exactly. Kobe Kobe dapped up Dirk after he was on the bench and Dirk was hitting shots on the Lakers. But he was on the bench. Kobe was on the bench. (laughs) And Dirk fell on Curry torch Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant daps him on that play. He was smiling. That was a preseason game. (laughs) No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That was a preseason. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yo, he pulled up from like 50. And then Kobe he dapped him up because it was preseason. What preseason? We talking, we talking about preseason? Preseason? This isn't a real game. The game I pre-season, love. We talking about preseason? <laughs> okay, so so Le- LeBron pulled light skin activities. Kuzma is light skin, so I guess he can pull off those activities. He just did it. Uh, he just he let us know. Like, he it was just in his DNA, man. He had to do it. Like he did. He was just forced to do it. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, us know, do it. let us know if you're dapping your opponent after you know he, he basically makes you look foolish um i don't know if the katie dap i don't think katie dapped up scotty after stripping him but he did praise him after the game so that yeah. that's a little bit different um all right can again real quick cleveland cavaliers can we finally believe in this team no no nah, i guess with can't, Rubio, do it. can't do it Ingrid, man like with Losing Rubio, I picked him up on fantasy. He was killing it. But losing Rubio, that's a big hit. Uh, man, I think at some point they're going to lose Kevin Love. It's it's going to suck, but he's actually been playing good. And he's been playing good. I know. That's why. He's been playing amazing. <laughs> like, he's in the running for six men. But I think they're going to lose him soon, too, man. And I don't know. I just feel bad for Mobley. Like, situation like i know they're fourth or whatever they are right now they're doing good man it's cleveland you can't believe in cleveland okay so let's say rubio doesn't get injured and by the way rubio's replacement is rajon rondo so you know not bad not a bad replacement okay um if rubio doesn't get injured would you have believed in this team like were they on the the path to the playoffs were they making the still still one piece away there's i think they're still going to make the playoffs but like what what time what time does this ride stop you know like eventually it's going to come to an end i don't think the end is the the finals or even the conference finals it's probably like first or second round so it's nice honestly i'm happy for cleveland fans you know justin rowan i'm you know shout out to shout out to him i think cleveland's playing the best basketball they've played without lebron 
ever, if not ever, not ever, but like you know, in the since last twenty years, like, yeah. since like the eighties and nineties, like that's like yeah. the best book Cleveland's played. So I'm happy for them, but it's it doesn't lead to anything like remarkable. I would say. I think so. <laughs> this is fool's gold. I think they're the Knicks of last year. So they just surprised everyone. I think they're the Knicks of last year. Probably be out first round. Everyone's out first round for me. I don't know why. We're just going to go first round finals. (laughs) But like, (laughs) I think, I think what you guys got to realize is it's Cleveland. Without LeBron James, they're nothing. So if they make the playoffs, that's a win. No? Like, like, as a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, as a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, aren't you not happy to make the eighth seed at least? I guess. I guess we're all on Sacramento terms, huh? We're just living that Bro, life. It's, exactly. it's Cleveland. Aim high the expectations. Aim high <laughs> Yo, this, that's how I know you guys are spoiled now. Like, we're Raptor fans. We're used yeah. to the playoffs. Oh, and yeah. Like... We're, yeah, we're clearly spoiled because, like, we had a chip. We've had 10 years of prosperity. Like, it's been good in, in north, of, north of the border. So, uh, a playoff entry is not something that I salute right? that much anymore. But, we used yeah. to do that. We used to do <laughs> we used that. To, we were hot like that. So but it's it's Cleveland. Much like much like crossbones in the MCU, I don't work like that anymore, man. I'm sorry, yo. I need significant <laughs> basketball. I need some maybe second rounds. I need I need a I need a series. I need a series win. You know, at least two two or three. I, I tried Cleveland. I tried. I I tried to give you guys something to cheer for. Like I, I feel you guys making a playoffs is a win. I feel like that's progression. So. Uh, it's without LeBron James. Like you guys haven't done that in twenty years. So, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, to Dexter's point, I think people will figure out Cleveland next year. And, and you know what? Evan Mobley, you could cheer for that. That's great. He's probably going to win Rookie of the Year, and he's an amazing player who's figuring it out. You know, and centers don't usually figure it out that quick. So they have a lot to look forward to or ha- be happy about. All right, all right, all right. Um, and almost at the end here, uh, guys. My guy is getting his jersey retired tomorrow. Um, I just want to hear. Didn't this guy retire like ten years ago? It was, it was more like four or five, <laughs> but yeah, sure. Um, Dirk Nowitzki's jersey retirement against the Warriors is tomorrow. Um, do you guys have any favorite moments, performances, uh, or a- anything about his impact on the on, on the game? Um, I, I will start off by saying this: I noticed that the 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 attitude toward Dirk changed once he retired like he's getting his flowers all the time now like people love the guy now but like while he was playing he wasn't getting it and like i was always trying i always found like myself trying to fight and defend this guy to to people like for years and i was just like man like you guys don't see it you guys don't see it now people see it now people actually be like if i see anybody on twitter instagram slandering dirk there's like a chain of people listening. Like, are you actually stupid? Like, it, it, it's yeah, yeah. Go for it. Dirk, Dirk or Giannis right now? Who's a better power forward? Oh, Giannis. That's not fair to Giannis. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Giannis. Come on, bro. Like, let's just be honest. The reason why, though, is because it, it's still a short career. Like, Giannis to me isn't in the top four power forwards yet. Interesting. But he is going to be. He's going to surpass I think he's them. Number two, man. Not, not, not for me. Ever. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get past that ten-year mark. Like you gotta be, it you gotta be vet. Like, That's the thing. He's not even at that ten-year mark. 
Because, like, okay, so then with that logic, you have to put Kawhi as, like, the second greatest Raptor. Maybe even first. Yeah, he's the first. He's the best Raptor. No. No. See? See? It's no, like I, you need apples and oranges, no? You need more. I think Raptor. you need more years of service because, yeah, Dirk only has one chip, but Giannis already has one chip. Dirk is a top six scorer in the multiple league. Multiple MVPs. But Dirk is a top six scorer in the Dirk. league. Defensive player of the Defensive year. Defensive player of the year. Dirk is a top six scorer in the Best league. Best records in, in Dirk, the Dirk league. is a top six scorer. In the league. I just want to defend Dirk. Dirk is a finals MVP. I know you want to say finals MVP. You can't deny Giannis. <laughs> okay, well, Dirk's ring was harder than Giannis. Is amazing. Like he's one of the, he's one of the best international players. Probably the best European player. Uh, memories of him are that jump is that fadeaway. That should be a statue in front of wherever the Mavs play. Um, the that. battles between Duncan Garnett, him, C Web, like that'll never happen again between power forwards, guaranteed. No. Because no. those were battles. And the one that sticks out is probably that layup against Miami. The one that put it away. That's my biggest uh, memory of them. But, man, like, the battles between the power forwards. That was it. Never, that will never, ever happen. And you could put T-Mac in there, too. Him and T-Mac went off at each other. Like they, they, the same power forwards. Oh, T-Mac was like he was weird. He was kind of playing Dirk. Nah, this man he was playing the answer. He was playing Dirk in that in that in those matchups. <laughs> like it was him. Yo, don't, you don't remember the Adidas boys? It was him, Garnett, and T-Mac. Phillips, <laughs> yeah, like it was their team Adidas for a minute. Um, but um, but yeah, um, yeah, my guy's getting his jersey retired. I'm excited. I actually tried to go to Dallas. I literally was going <laughs> to buy a flight, but then I saw the ticket markup. It's 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 it was filthy. It was it was really bad. So oh, yeah. especially I, I against not, the Warriors, it's probably crazy. I I could not afford that shit. Um, I will try to. So when I first looked, I actually took a picture of it. Uh, some guy from Dallas actually messaged me on Twitter. He's like, "You still trying to go?" I'm like, "I don't live there. <laughs> I don't live there, buddy." Um, so when I first looked, and this was when they first announced it. Let's see. A thousand one hundred twenty-seven dollars for section one nineteen. So it was it was nuts. Like you can I'm see those ticket prices close. right there. Like it was it was bad. No, that that's it, like the funny thing is like that was the back. Like that wasn't even close. Uh. It was a thousand dollars just to get in the arena just for his jersey retirement. Uh, people on Mavs Twitter have said that the tickets dropped down dramatically because the Mavs franchise has just been horrible. So. Uh, <laughs> But um, but yeah, shout out to, to my guy Dirk. I, I'm, yeah, like the Kyle Lowry return game was, wasn't even that much money. Um, so, what's your best memory, Alan, of Dirk Nowitzki? Best memory. Twenty. Twenty. Wayne Wade came back. Two thousand six. Good times, you know. Just stop that. Put his heart stop out that. there, but just couldn't get it done, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, he won MVP. He won MVP, guys. Two thousand six. Alan's right. MVP year. Shout out to Alan. I was more just talking year. about June, but you know, M M MVP year. MVP year. MVP year. June. June. Six oh seven. MVP. Great Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki. Oh six oh seven. MVP year. Shared um, with the legend that night, you know. <laughs> speak, speaking of MVP, that Dirk won. Um, Quinn Snyder said Draymond Green deserves MVP consideration. Is he? BSing or 
Is that come like on. legit? Come on, Quinn. Come on, Quinn. Utah, Utah Jazz coach. Utah Jazz coach. Utah Jazz coach. I just got a new headline. Persons whose opinion I don't care about sucks. Come on. I said you were going to be the coach of the year, man. You make me look bad. Okay. Sorry, I think sorry, what he needs to say is – I don't care about you, Tom. <laughs> it's because you don't like Donovan Mitchell. Hey, that just happened to be and, on and, Utah. And, and, and their fans. If he comes to the Raptors, I might have a different tune. It might take a minute to readjust to his game of shooting six for 25, but I'll get into it, you know. All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say MVP consideration, but I think what he should have said is Draymond is the heart and soul of the team. Draymond That's needs fine. more respect from, from fans for what he actually does because it doesn't show up in stat sheets. That's what he should have said. Then he yeah. kind of took it to, like, a new a new atmosphere, and it's like, no. No, you have two MVPs on one team, <laughs> right? Like it's kind of legal. So actually, no, it's not. You got the Lakers, Bear Hall of Famers, seven Brooklyn, seven or eight. <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Like Harding, Harding could be in the MVP race as well if he keeps playing. Not like this it. season. Yeah, if he keeps playing. Yeah, like there's a few games. He's, 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 he's playing good now. He's playing better now. He's playing better, he's playing better now. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, Alan, where can the world find you? What are you up to these days? Oh, the Alan Shane on Twitter, Alan Shane on Instagram, Shoeless Lewis on Twitch and TikTok. Uh, also watch Great Canadian Vegas Show, stream it all on CBC Gem and Netflix. Bro. And also watch Roast Battles Canada. Check that out. Vincent. It's on Crave. This guy kept going, yo. He's going away, man. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> Since our last podcast, she got robbed. Ski mask ways came out of nowhere. Come on, yo, Bruno, <laughs> talk to your boy. That's right, man. Hey, man, that's just just like Chris Weber says. You got to run through the tape in life. Okay, <laughs> run through the tape, bro. If she had that third tier, it'd be a wrap. It'd be a wrap. <laughs> Ryan, it'd be a wrap. Dexter. Hey, my mother, 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 music. You move your head to the right. You just go off. That's living my deck life. Don't forget to do Triple OG on the IG, TikTok, Twitter, and Top Shot. Yo, I've sold some of my powers. Uh, Did you make money? Are you negative yeah, money? NFTs go on there, yo. <laughs> you know, maybe I should go back on my account. You might have sparked my interest again with my shitty cards. Uh, uh, that's at R.A. Henry on Instagram and Twitter. Don't add me on Snapchat because you will be declined. It's premium. You need to pay for this. Um, at Below the Hardwood on Instagram, at BTH on Twitter. And, of course, for the, all the episodes, Below the Hardwood is available on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, and WeArePress.net, Stitcher, iHeart. Wherever you listen to podcasts, just go do it. All the episodes from episode one are fantasy drafts, which I'm very intrigued to bring back. Maybe in the offseason, we'll see. Uh, that's it. That is the first episode of 2022. Hope you enjoyed it. We out. Peace. All right, I'm going to have a big brother. All right,